Hey everyone, it's Paul Ward with the Home and Ranch Selling Team. Welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. Today we're going to be talking about unpermitted structures, specifically when it comes to real estate. So, important questions to ask if you already have property and you're considering building uh, or expanding, should you pull permits or not? And then if you've fallen in love with the property that you're thinking about buying, should you buy that property if it has unpermitted structures? So two very important questions. First, I'm going to share with you some stories, experiences, real experiences that I've had in relation to selling properties with unpermitted structures. And then I'll tell you how the home seller and the buyers dealt with those various issues. So about five years ago, I was asked to sell a home, a beautiful Spanish-style property on five acres, beautiful views, a private orchard, tennis court, swimming pool, about 3,500 square foot, single story, Spanish style Mediterranean home. Um, But the interesting thing about this particular property was it has 16 garages and a guest house with the guest house and half of the garages, eight garages, all constructed without building permits. They were built to code Uh, to code the standards of that period, but for whatever reason, the homeowner decided not to pull permits when he um, built those additions. So then a few years um, before that, I was asked to sell a 10-acre property. Um, House was built in 1973, which had a guest cottage, and the guest cottage was not permitted. Now, the particular owner at the time they did not construct that cottage. That cottage was actually on the property when they bought it several years earlier. Um, And from what we could tell, it was early 1940s construction based on the electrical um, circuits, based on the windows, based on the woodcuts. Just the the construction overall showed it was probably, you know, late 1930s, early 1940s. Um, Here in Ventura County, California, Uh, Permits did not kick in until 1946. So anything constructed before that time, it's considered grandfathered in. So um, we were pretty sure that this this guest cottage was grandfathered in um, because it did not have permits. Um, And now I've got another interesting uh, scenario. I've been asked to sell another farm property with a detached workshop, beautiful structure, Um, But again, for whatever reason, the owner decided not to pull permits when he when he built it. Um, Now, it's interesting because it's a newer structure, but made to look old. It's got a metal roof. It's got big distressed wood beam ceilings inside. It's got reclaimed windows. Um, It's got rustic wood doors with antique latches. Um, It's just a really neat structure. But it was built to code um, when he built it, you know, a few years ago. But now my job is to is to sell it. So I'm just going to um, kind of go through how I handled um, both the property with the garages, um, the 16 garages, as well as the property with the cottage. So in relation to the property with the 16 garages, um, the seller knew uh, smartly, that the garages were going to be an issue. Okay, number one, 
um, a lot of buyers, understandably, uh, rightly, would be concerned about buying a structure with so much of it or buying a property with so much of it not permitted. Um, big question is, what happens if the county finds out that there is so much to the property that that is unpermitted? So for the seller, it was a disclosure, a major disclosure. And we literally had um, paragraphs which added up to pages um, disclosing what was permitted and what was not permitted. We also had all of the building uh, codes and architectural plans um, included as part of the seller's disclosure packet. The buyer had to sign off on every single page. Okay, We didn't want this to come back and bite the seller later on that so much of this property was unpermitted. Yes, it was built up to code, but for whatever reason, the seller opted at the time not to pull permits. So the buyer absolutely loved this property, and he was willing to take on that risk. <clears throat> now, the challenge and the drawback for the seller was the appraisal was not going to come in at the value that he wanted, okay? Because we could not give a real value to anything that was not permitted correctly. And rightly so, the appraiser and the buyer's lender also would see an issue with so much of the property being unpermitted. So fortunately, the buyer fell in love with the property enough to where he was willing to take on the risk, I would say risk, of part of the property being unpermitted. And to protect the seller, we wanted to make sure that all of his disclosures were in place so that five years from now, it wouldn't come back and bite him. Now, in relation to the 10-acre property with the home, the Spanish home, and the unpermitted cottage, we had to disclose that, to our knowledge, the cottage was not permitted. We did not, the, the seller did not construct the cottage. But from what we could tell, it was built before 1946. And it was up to the buyer to verify the construction period so it wouldn't come back and bite him later on. Now, in relation to the property that I'm going to be working on currently, or that I'm working on currently, um, the same holds true. Okay, so for the seller, he's going to have to disclose that, you know, this, this building was constructed without permits, and the buyer is going to have to, you know, if, if assuming that they like the property enough and that they still want to go forward, that they can do their due diligence during the escrow period, but at the end of the day, you know, it's not going to be a permanent structure, just as with the earlier two stories. So, some words of caution. If you own property and you're thinking about, you know, going the quick route and just not pulling permits, I would caution against it. You know, yes, permits may cost and will cost, you know, thousands of dollars. But what happens, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now when you want to turn around and sell that property? Um, you've got a major disclosure on your hands. Also, you're not going to realize the true value of the property because you have an unpermitted structure. You're also going to, I would say, greatly decrease the buyer pool for your property. There are gonna to be too many people that are going to be hesitant to buy um, such a large purchase, knowing that 
it could come back to bite them later on, okay? Now, if you are a seller, okay, and you have an unpermitted structure, you want to err on the side of caution. Do not not disclose that you have unpermitted structures because it will invariably come back to bite you. Um, another story, I was involved in a transaction up to a point, um, and then I was not involved any longer. Uh, what happened was buyer and seller decided to um, complete the, tra- the transaction themselves without using um, realtors, and the seller opted not to disclose to the buyer um, that the guest house was unpermitted. The new owner had a tenant in the new guest house and the tenant got disgruntled with their new landlord and decided to go down to the county government center and disclose that, you know, she believed that she lived in an unpermitted structure. So several years after the new buyer bought the property, um, they found out that their guest house was not permitted. They sued the previous owner for $150,000 and they won a judgment for half of that amount. And this is years after the seller sold the property to the buyer. Um, So again, you just want to err on the side of caution if you're selling and disclose what you know because it it, it can come back to haunt you. Now, if you're a buyer and you've fallen in love with the property and you just, this is your dream home and you have to have this property um, and a piece of it is unpermitted, I would find out more about that unpermitted structure. What's the worst case scenario that could happen um, three, five, ten years down the road if you had to permit that, that building, okay? Is it a small structure? Is it a large structure? Uh, does it have a kitchen? Um, if it has a kitchen, it's probably going to have to be removed at some point. And if it was built up to code at the time, um, at least our county would want it to be reconstructed to today's codes. So if it was built in 1985 and the county finds out about it in, 19, in 2019, um, doesn't mean that they're going to say, okay, it was built in 1985, it needs to be up to 1985 codes. No, they're going to want it to be up to 2019 codes. So you want to think about that in relation to the size of the structure. Also, where is the structure located? Is it located in an area where the county would naturally allow a property to be built? Or is it built in a protected area? Is it built in a flood zone? Is it built in, um, you know, in the middle of an easement? You know, you got to look into those things because even if the property or the structure was built up to code, if it's in the wrong location, it's going to come back to bite you. So it may be okay to buy a property with an unpermitted structure, but you definitely want to do your due diligence ahead of time because if you if you buy it and the seller disclo- disclosed what they know, then, you know, the burden is really on you, the buyer, because you know, you were just, you, you were told about the issue before you bought it. So just some words of wisdom there when it comes to buying and selling with unpermitted structures, or you already own a property and you're thinking about building an unpermitted structure, which um, I certainly would not do. 
So anyway, love your feedback. Feel free to reach out, paul at homeandranchsellingteam.com. And you can always shoot us an email. We love feedback. And um, join us next week for another edition of Farm Talk. Thanks so much.